What up, guys? Welcome back to Off the Record, where we talk about whatever we want. And it's the end of the year, and usually at the end of the year of most years, people start thinking about what do they want to do next year. And I feel like this year, because all of us been hella restricted from all kinds of stuff, we probably have a lot of goals for next year. What are some of your guys'? All my goals is play, dude. Like, what is it? Okay. You want to see the pyramids? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know if I can go international, but for sure, we gotta do our overlanding trip where we all go off-roading yeah. for a couple days. Hell yeah. And we live in the wilderness. Oh, that'd be so tight. Uh, definitely wanna snowboard a lot this year, cause it's gotta make, we gotta make up for like the, I haven't snowboarded in three years. Oh shit. Yeah, 2017 was the last time I went. I think last year I did snowboard maybe once or twice. But not enough. Yeah, and we used to go like every week, man. Yeah. So that's something I want to do again and bring back into my life. Um, so definitely that. Uh, I want to go van lifing again because I have a good relationship with the Cuckoo Campers Company now. So they're like, yeah, whenever you're in Colorado, take us out. Oh, it's only in Colorado? Well, that's where their hub is. Uh. They're going to open up more locations, but um, that's where their main, like, places mm -hmm. and then i can basically take it anywhere as long as i don't cross into canada or mexico oh shit yeah a few years ago we visited one of our athletes in colorado and we saw like was it elk or deer i think elk it was like we're just driving down the street and there's just like moose. Moose. moose and there's fucking hundreds of them and no shit like if i'm standing straight up the asses where my face is yeah, they're big Dang. they look like they weigh like two thousand pounds and they're just fucking hundreds of them and like I wanted to get close. Are they nice? I don't know. I wanted to get close but they look so big that if I made one wrong move. They'll just turn their head and their fucking antler would knock your head yeah, off. Yeah, like, it's like oh. eight foot, like maybe like six foot antlers. They look like, they look buffer than horses and bigger than horses. I'd do it if I had armor on and then I can pet them with my bare hand. <laughs> like knight's armor? Yeah, I'll have knight's armor, but then I'll like, I'll pet them. Yeah, I wish we could like domesticate them and ride them like horses. That'll be so That'll sick. Because so you can just hold on to the antler and nobody can fuck with you. Yeah. There's this tribe I want to visit in Mongolia, where it's like Siberia, Mongolia. Um, there's a they 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 raise reindeer and they ride them. Oh, that's tight. And then they it's like some epic ass like reindeer horse kind of things, and then they eat them like raw. Yeah, I saw some parts in like in Mongolia too where they're right into the cafeteria. <laughs> Yo, this one. <laughs> so I was watching this one other show. Uh, I forgot what it was, but um, there's these kids that are in Mongolia and how they, because you know they're like nomadic. Yeah. And so how they were traveling, they pretty much just have this little baby, Mongolian baby, tied straight up onto the reindeer with like 300 ropes. Dang! Just strapped on so it's impossible to fall off and you just see this baby like like all smiling and laughing. I always see shit like that and like in other countries the baby never complains. Yeah. They're like, fuck it, you know, this is this is they're like they know the responsibilities. Fucking spoiled ass babies here. This baby had responsibilities already. The mom's like, hey, I'm gonna cook right now. And uh so they're cooking in, you know, those Mongolian tents. So the baby, who's probably like, I don't know, four or five. So not a baby. Oh, uh, this—it looked like a baby to me. This baby grabbed another baby and said, "Hey, you're gonna come help me." 
So they're both carrying a pot in each hand and they go to the part where the snow is the freshest and they collect the snow so that they can- Not the yellow snow? No, no, not the yellow snow. They can bring it back so the mom can melt it and make soup. Dang! Dang, I'm looking at Taika, my man, it's full. Actually does help Gio cook though, never mind. I saw him fucking washing vegetables. Yeah, he, he actually really likes helping, which is pretty cool. There was this uh, one guy that went into this really remote area in Africa and he stayed with this tribe. And one thing that he noticed was like, there was no crying like from the babies. Like at night, he was like, it's so weird that at night, you know, you're used to babies waking everybody up, but there's no crying, nothing. That's dope. Yeah, but there's a ton of kids though. So he was just like, why is this happening? Like, how come it doesn't, how come there's no babies crying in the middle of the night? All the babies probably licking DMT or something. <laughs> They're just tripping out. They're like, I got titty milk. They fucking go. Now the babies just got fucking toad juice in them. Toad, just tranquilizer. Yeah. That's what's crazy is like all these other countries, like they do some crazy stuff. Like um, I was in Thailand and I saw this whole family like with the babies. I mean in Vietnam too, but they'll ride like on the scooter with like a mom and a kid and a baby and then just fucking roll like that. I, I saw like a golden retriever like on somebody like a backpack and then they were riding. It was crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. But I guess out here we're like extra Sense it? I don't know. Too many laws, and you get sued. Yeah, maybe we reduce infancy or, for uh, death or whatever right. too. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think it's more of like, a, how do you call it? Like caring. Like we have the luxury to be more comfortable, so we don't have to make our kids do those things. Yeah. Like they don't have to work to survive at a young age. Yeah, they don't have to go collect fresh water. Yeah. That's true, cause like. Back in the day, they used to pop out a lot of kids out here to work on the farm, yeah. so they can have help. And in case one of them died or something. Yeah. I was uh, I was watching just the evolution of human beings and how we came to be in terms of just how we walk and everything. But like as like the the primates started to like walk and get off all fours, like and start to walk normally, um, as we became more erect, our waist became smaller, uh, so the babies, they came out more premature. That's why babies only come out in nine months and we have to care for them longer. Oh, so they're actually supposed to stay in there for like like a year or two? I don't know about that, but in terms of how much they're able to grow. Can you imagine a taika popping out of a human being? Yeah. Dang. But then that's why like other animals, they're walking that day. Yeah, that's oh. true. Day. So like, like Bambi and shit. Yeah, so like humans are like the <laughs> only ones that, uh, uh, for years have to take care of the babies because through evolution they came out more premature. Oh damn, if the, if if a human's supposed to pop out and supposed to walk like a deer, because I think humans start walking at eight months, that means they're supposed to be in there twice as long. What about monkeys? Are they premature too? Not necessarily uh, in terms of length, but just development in the womb. Yeah. Um, and that's why we have like smaller heads or whatever, but um, Babies are also able to cling, like uh, super young uh, primates cling onto their mothers and like can like crawl and walk. Babies too, yeah. Like little babies, they have some of the strongest strength. Like if you take a newborn and you put it like on like a narrow bar, they can just hold on. They're so are they supposed crazy. to be like, this is your branch, this is the baby's branch, like they could just hold on to you? Yeah. Like a parrot? I think they're supposed to be able to just hold on and just 
so strong, man. It was weird. I was talking about even about like how when we first discovered fire and cooked meat, it was easier to chew. So then our mandibles and our like wisdom teeth retreated back in, and some people are start like over time, those teeth won't. They'll just disappear. What? Before they were, in like primates are out, right? Because they need it to chew it because they don't cook their own food. So just learning the history of that, that's why like, if you look at other cultures and stuff like that, that's why maybe we sometimes- We have backup teeth. Yeah, we literally do. Yeah, damn, that's nuts. But for 2021, I think I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna- Travel to Mongolia? Do more things that I'm already doing now, but on steroids. Yeah. Oh, there's another thing is I'm gonna, uh, next year when Bart moves to Vegas, I'm gonna visit him through the back route through the desert on just off-road vehicles. Is so there like a definite back route? To get there. Yeah. Like you know how to follow it? People do it. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know if I'm gonna do that on motorcycles yet or on off-road vehicles, but definitely uh, I'm gonna show up dusty to his house. That'll be tight. Maybe you could hit me up and I'll try to meet you halfway. Ha, <laughs> that'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. I do see people camp and they'll set up like little fire pits and then since it's like technically all like BLM land, like people, they, they shoot and do yeah. all kinds of fun stuff in the middle, that'd be really tight. I think for me, I, uh, I for sure want to travel, but since I don't know if international will be open, um, one thing I am really looking forward, forward to is road trips. Cause like I think with having Taika, it's just easier to be in like one self-contained vehicle mm -hmm. and whenever I need to, I could take a break. But when we did the RV trip and stuff, I think we went to Grand Canyon, we went through Lake Havasu, that was cool. And then we went to Yosemite through, on my truck, and that's cool. And I think one thing I always wanted to do was uh, go to like all the national parks and like cities and buy like those little patches and just <laughs> nice. and put it like all inside. Uh, so like yeah. I can go, oh cool, I've been Sedona, I've been Salt Lake City, I've been wherever. Would you get an RV or a van? Or a like pickup truck with like, like off-road capabilities or like. I think my goal for like the family adventure vehicle would be to get probably either like a uh, a newer Land Cruiser or a Tahoe, because I think uh, SUV is just easier. Yeah. Plus, some new ones are dope because you can have like the TV in the back for the kids. Yeah. And like if they want to watch like HBO, like uh, they could. HBO, HBO Max, Max yeah. <laughs> That's cool. They got some of the best shows, you know? The rated R stuff for the children is the best. No, I'm just kidding. Shout outs to HBO Max for sponsoring Off The Record because this holiday season, everyone's trying to spend time with their families, get cozy and snuggle up and try to stay safe. So they have some of the best movies for people to watch. If you're into Christmas movies like I am, they got some of the best ones like Last Christmas, The Family Stone, Holiday Affair, A Christmas Carol. And if you like seeing bloodshed during Christmas, they also have Gladiator, <laughs> Buzz, Shaun of the Dead. They have Billy Elliot, True Grit. Sex in the City, if you like that. Even actually, Sex in the City is actually really, really good. They have all kinds of stuff. So some of the best movies are out there. And if you like Euphoria, they have a Euphoria special. So they pretty much have all of the best shows and movies. So this season, if you're trying to spend time and be safe and quarantine with your family or your crew for the holidays, HBO Max has the most bingeable series for you. Just go to https colon forward slash hbom.ax slash off the record to get cozy at home this holiday season. Thank you, HBO Max. Yay! What are your goals for 2021? Um, honestly, I just wanna, for me, like, 
like set up some businesses or work and like the things that I want to do. So finally, like last weekend, I started filming for like my cooking show, like the way I wanted to. Oh, Thai. So it's cool. And then, uh, so I start releasing some within like a week or two. You already have a few episodes then? I shot three episodes. Oh shit. Yeah. And then next year, uh, well, hopefully the beginning of the year, I start the drunk cooking series. And then that's like uh, something that will be pretty big. But uh, I feel like just taking the time and just like one major thing would be like smarter for me instead of like trying to like do so many goals. Yeah. Cause I already will travel. I already will do That's things, true. Um, that I've been continuing to do. I think just with like realizing, I think through this year, realizing how much easier it is to um, work. Um, so like, I don't want to add those to my goals, but definitely like just setting up a, like a business as my own would be really dope. That's really dope. Yeah. Is there something that uh, for your cooking show that you set up that you're like, oh, this is really cool, or like, what's the thing that you're like the most excited or most proud of of the thing? Because I've always liked doing things that like, with like the comedy stuff, just making people laugh or bringing some type of like entertainment. But I, with cooking, I've noticed so many people would like post like their steaks or just anything and tag me. And it was like a direct relationship with people that can like actually see them impacting my life and theirs. Um, so that was like a cool way of just setting that up where I'm actually teaching people. So like- How uh, to cook. How to cook, yeah. So that's like, uh, as much as I'm learning, I just want to try to like give that back and that's like my favorite thing that I'm trying to set up with like the cooking shows. That's tight. Do you have uh, how many cameras you have set up to shoot? We, just, we shot four. Four cameras. Four cameras? Yeah. Because before it was literally just me on a tripod yeah. and I would move that around and the views were great. Like I was yeah. like getting like, it was between like for the cooking stuff like 50 to 150,000 views. Dude, your your steak one went viral. It went, yeah, it went, that one went viral. The dollar steak? Yeah, I did two. So then, um, one, one got to a million, one got to like 600,000. That's crazy. But then that's why I stopped, because I didn't want to get known for those gimmicky stuff. Oh. The money was so good, the views were so good, but then I, I, I've i seen my friends that got famous off of one thing, and then they hated their lives because they can't do anything else, because their fans only want to see that. Oh. So I nipped it in the butt early. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, so I, luckily I saw that. But I nipped it in the butt, so I didn't want to get caught up in making the money and like the views and just be known for that. Imagine how Dogface feels. They're like, everyone's just handing him cranberry juice, drink this. He goes, dude, I just want to drink water sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He's drinking water, a fan goes, no, no. Not a skateboard everywhere you go. <laughs> cranberry juice. <laughs> yeah, skateboard. If, hey, if they're paying him hella money, yeah. coming from where he came from, I'm sure he's hella That's happy. true. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'll drink cranberry juice all day. Can but. you imagine people cheering because you drank juice? Yeah. That's kind of nice. That's dope. He drank it in the most peaceful and chill way, though. I know. So you're going to do the the cooking show. Was it hard film? Did you film yourself or you had help? I had four people. Four cameras or oh, four people? Three. So one was a wide. They didn't need help. Then I had uh, uh, their buddy Chris. Yeah. Darian and then our uh, buddy Justin. So it's like good. Oh, did you film it at Darian's place? Yeah. Oh, so it's probably gonna look dope then, huh? Yeah. Like, there's already definite things that we can improve on, but that's the first first few episodes. That's yeah. so tight. So then, um, from there, just trying to like push out that type of content and like do things that make me happy. Plus, also, I think one of the other goals is just like work smarter. You know, like realizing like, okay, if I get the work done easier, do this, do that. I don't have to work as hard for the same results. Yeah. So I want to like definitely chill out a bit more next year. With that, I like chill out my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like stress too much about it. It's, yeah. it's weird. I'm producing more stuff now. Like I'm posting like every other day on my channel for like the last month now. Like That's tight. Yeah, but I don't feel busier. Yeah. Because I think as you're doing the things that you like compared to being like, I got to film something. 
Oh, that's true. Like I have so much footage and it's like hitter after hitter, like having fun content. Yeah. I'm not like forced to make it. Yeah. So yeah, I think we've all right. came from that style where it was like, just you have to do this type of content. You have to like get content out. Yeah. Keep coming up with it instead of things that are mostly just like, um, cause they're all fun, but they're like work too. Yeah. And sometimes when it doesn't feel like as much work, it comes out even better. Yeah, things that you're a little bit more passionate about. Yeah. Because you've been like balance. doing so much this year. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like work because everything is kind of new and it's play. And even even like right now, I'm um, getting an investment property with my friends and we're going to start doing Airbnb rental spots. And it's so easy. Mm. Like it's it's not difficult in the sense where it's not stressful. It's exciting, you know? And I mean, none of this stuff should be really. I think that uh, when you're in a bad state of mind, everything becomes negative and stressful. But then when you're like, it, you're going through the same shit. I mean, it's like YouTube or JK News are doing the same things, but just a shift in how you see the things and how your life is, uh, it, it just makes the world of a difference. Like it just makes things really fun and exciting again. Yeah. That's tight. Oh, yeah, one thing I had of a goal for that actually started this year during the quarantine was uh, this year I actually wanted to write a children's book. And um, I didn't get to because of like, you know, the whole shutdown. So like a lot of the businesses, we have to brainstorm what are we going to do. And then when I was quarantined on COVID, my first, I think, four or five days, I just binge watched Cobra Kai. And that's why I started texting you all this stuff. I was like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after I watched both of those show, uh, both seasons, um, I think like, and I started to feel, feel better. I was like, oh, what's something I could do that's kind of creative. And I think I started taking those like funny pictures with like the fake. Yeah. Movie. And then I'm like, oh, why don't I just start working on the children's book now? And then so I started writing it and I actually had the first draft written. Oh, cool. Yeah, it, I it just, I just, um, I wrote it pretty quickly. And so hopefully next year I can like get it on like Amazon or something. Is that what why you've been drawing on it? Like, is it a coloring book or what? No, it's just a, uh, so what I liked is I liked uh, stories growing up, like the tortoise and the hare, where it teaches like a cool lesson. Yeah. So like, I feel like there's some lessons that um, aren't emphasized as much in this day and age. I think like everyone is like super woke now and everyone knows a lot about their own emotions and intelligence. But you know how like analysis is paralysis, where yeah. I feel like people have a hard time like, like taking the first step. And just sometimes there's just merit to just putting her head down and then working hard. So I, I tied it into, uh, the book's gonna be called Monkey and the Cheese. Cause Monkey- Monkey and the Cheese? Yeah, cause uh, Monkey, I always call Taika Monkey Dude. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, I guess the same lesson I would want to teach him, I wrote uh, it into a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his favorite word is cheese all the time. Why? I don't know, he just likes it. So there's a lot of like insider, like between my relationship with him. Oh, so it's yeah. called Monkey and the Cheese. And it's about this little monkey that needs to make a cheese sandwich for his mom for his birthday, but he opens the refrigerator and there's no cheese in it. So he has to go through like all these like hoops to buy cheese. To finally get the cheese oh, so that he can like make a it. Children's book or does it get like really dark and like no, no, it's children's. He has book. to blow a, like a like a crackhead for money. <laughs> no, no, no. Does it go that extra? No, it's, a, it's a children's so book. It teaches uh, like kids like like the monkey's gonna have ox obstacles, right? And it yeah. teaches the kids to like like try and solve the problem, don't just give up. Yeah, like if you That's want something, cool. yeah, if you want something, you have to like go all out and get it. And yeah, it's called Monkey and the Cheese. I thought you would have wrote something like, 
more on brand with bar like Tony the little bitch or something. Yeah. <laughs> that could be part two. Little bitch Tony. No. Little bitch Tony. Little bitch Tony's like, I can't make the cheese pizza. Yeah, no, no, that'd be funny. Yeah, it's called monkey, and it, it, it rhymes and shit too. Oh, that's cool, man. Did you draw it and shit too? No, not yet. Oh, you gotta add pictures, yeah, man. That's that's for the... kids. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's it's gonna be a novel. Like the fuck, you crazy? I'm not gonna read a book with no pictures. No, that's the hard part. Where like, um, you know, when you have a novel, it's just all words, right? So pretty much after you're done writing, you're done. When I was done, pretty much 90% of the dialogue, I mean like the, the, the text, I'm like, oh fuck, now I have to write a paragraph per page so that whoever's gonna illustrate knows what the hell I want happening on the page. Yeah. And I'm like, why don't you draw it? You have dope ass art skills. Look at that fucking son with gloves back there, dude. That's yours? You do that? That's yeah. for kids, man. We used to draw like characters. This fool would draw a flower stop sign with a hard boner and shit. <laughs> I don't know if that's for kids. That shit's crazy. No, that's not definitely not for fucking kids.